The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show you watch on purpose. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm, making us sound good, and theoretically look as good as we can. I try. Is Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley. <laughs> Hello. Um, I have nothing else to say to you. Wow. Starting off the day strong. I just don't, it I, can only get better from I here. I was going to think of something clever to say to you, and I just don't have it. Mm, it's a Tuesday. Tuesday's one of my favorite days of the week. Are you serious? Yeah, it's Who likes $2 skating night in beautiful Louisville, Texas. So I get to go roller skating for that's $2. A, that's a thing. Two yeah, and it's, okay, add up on Tuesdays, you got dollar bowling <sighs> night in Denton. It's Taco Tuesday, like <sighs> cheap movies on Tuesday. You can go out and have a lot of fun for very little money on Tuesdays. You're welcome. I don't even know her. That sounds like a recent graduate who hasn't had to work a lot. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> Tuesday is easily the lowest rated day of the week. No, easily, because easily. I get most of my stuff done on Monday and then I can finish no. the rest of it no, no, in no, the no, later no, half no. of the week. Tuesday, it's the only day. Tuesday's a trash day. Tuesday's a trash day. That's a trash opinion. No. Tuesday, yes. Tuesday's a bad day. You Tuesday know what? Sucks. You know what? I don't I don't mean to drop this on you, but you know what? 9-11 was Tuesday. <laughs> Makes you think. You want to defend Tuesday now? Look at Ish over there. He's trying so hard. <laughs> Sing, <laughs> He's trying so hard. Singing to my right, the too many cooks to my unedited footage of a bear, our West African prince, Ishmael Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> How do I follow that up? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. It's true. That's, yep. It's true. We had a velociraptor so, yesterday and now this. Too many cooks. Yeah. I do like the too many cooks reference. That's good. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, <laughs> October 15th. <laughs> Tuesday, the worst day of the week. Oh, October 15th, 2019, 44 days till Thanksgiving, eight, episode 837. 837, Mark Clark's ERA is last year's Texas Rangers career. 27 games from 1999 to 2000. On today's show, oh, were you going to do first, fourth? I, I was, Here actually. We you were we stealing my thunder. Uh, Rob Hadaway, Christopher, Daniel Agnew, and Patrick Abraham. Welcome in, guys. Let me, were you born on a Tuesday? Is that what this is? Okay, we are so past this Tuesday <laughs> thing. I'm going skating tonight, and I can get, like, $1 tacos. That's, that is perfect. It's a great night in the life of Ashley Pickle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fine. Sure. I just, you know... I think Tuesday's a bad day. A lot of bad things happen on Tuesday. I, uh, <sighs> next. But it's fine. You know, whatever you want to defend. Don't we have something important to <laughs> get to here? Show, we've actually got a very interesting thing, a non-football related thing, which, again, it's this show, so that's fine. But actually, <laughs> Ish is here for a reason, and not just because we love his smiling face, but oh. he's got some big news. Yeah. Uh, we are going to reveal the cover, the 2019-2020. We're calling it 2019-2020? Yeah. I guess, see, I don't have to I worry mean, about I guess football. Tw- I mean, 2019 works. We're in 2019, and the basketball season does start in 2019. So 2019, you the know, this is the 2019 magazine, too, that comes mm-hmm. out in the year 2019. So for the sake of 
you know, simplicity. We can just say 2019. 2019, 2020. Yeah, the graphic says 2019, 2020. There we go. Ashley's <laughs> steering the ship here. <laughs> 2019, 2020 edition of Texas Basketball Magazine. Dave Campbell's Texas Basketball. We're going to reveal the cover. It's in this envelope right here. Mm-hmm. We're going to reveal Look at that. God, we Ooh. need a soundboard. Yes. Uh, then we're going to announce the Visit Fort Worth Coaches of the Week and the Dairy Max Built by Chuck and Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. And then we'll be joined by the Hall of Famer himself. Craig Way will join us as he usually does on Tuesdays. Last week we bumped to Wednesdays. Which is why I didn't mm. know what day it was. Oh, there's another thing. We get to talk to the GOAT on Tuesdays. Th- we love Tuesdays. No, we really don't. <laughs> that, is not an, that is not an official opinion of the show. Um, okay, so we'll get into all that coming up here uh, throughout the program. So, as we mentioned, Ishmael's here. Mm-hmm. And you know Ishmael as my esteemed colleague here mm-hmm. on Texas Football Today. Yes. And contributor to Texas Football Magazine and contributor to TexasFootball.com. Mm-hmm. But that's like one of like nine things you do here. <laughs> yeah. You are also the managing editor of Texas Coach Magazine, mm-hmm. which is the official magazine of the THSCA, the Texas High School Coach Association. Mm-hmm. You run that. Uh, and then you are also the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Basketball. And this is your third magazine? Uh, yes, third magazine. Second that I've been uh, with with uh, Dave Campbell's from beginning to end. Uh, I kind of jumped in the middle in mm-hmm. my first year. But yeah, last year and this year, my, fir- my uh, two years. And so for those who may not be familiar with Dave Campbell's Texas Basketball, what can you tell us about it? Uh, I mean, it's essentially us trying to transpose our legacy from the football magazine to basketball um, mm-hmm. using our knowledge of, uh, and I, I should credit also uh, the help of R.V. Boggess mm-hmm. of Texas Preps. He d- takes a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to the high school because he has uh, his magazine that he ran. Um, we've collaborated, and so we kind of take a tag team with this magazine. And, yeah, it's basically trying to transpose our legacy from football, from the 60 years that we have with that magazine, onto basketball, into a new venture because there is such a a, a depth of talent. Just like with mm-hmm. football, there's a depth of talent with basketball on the boys' and girls' side and men's and women's when you go to college as well. And so that's one thing I, I want to mention is, you know, we talk about – I think you can say this is kind of the basketball version of Dave Campbell's Texas football. Yep. But you have an even more interesting challenge mm-hmm. because – I don't know if you guys know this – there's not boys and girls teams in football. Right. There's boys and girls teams in basketball, but not in football. So you guys, you like we we pride ourselves on covering more than 1,400 high school football teams in the state of Texas, mm-hmm. and it's a lot. Yeah. I'm not here to say it's a lot. You guys cover even more. Yeah, we cover about 3,000. <laughs> 3,000! So um, just because, you know, obviously every school has a boys and girls or men's and women's if you're in college. Um, and typically that's kind of adjusted how i've structured a lot of the feature writing as well mm-hmm. uh for high school we do a boys and girls feature story for college same thing whether whoever the cover subject is we always do a secondary story story of the opposite of if it's men's cover story it's secondaries women's or vice versa um so yeah there's some interesting challenges but i mean you know there it really isn't aside from just the number and sheer volume of teams or things to cover there really isn't that much hard thinking that has to go into it right if you have a major cover story like we're going to reveal in here in a second dun, dun, you know dun. um it really isn't you're not really stretching to see like oh am i going to do men's or women it's just about the biggest stories and you know it's similar to how you think of the football magazine mm-hmm. where it's like the big it's the biggest story regardless of what it is and so that is that is for you the the challenge mm-hmm. i know the challenge very well on the football side sure. of choosing the cover mm-hmm. it's something you take very seriously it's mm-hmm. something you've, you've got to make sure you get right yeah and 
the way I always viewed it is that you put the most compelling story in the state on the cover. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's what I've always viewed as as my charge as manager getter of Dave Campbell's Texas football. Mm-hmm. I imagine it is the same process for you. Yeah, uh, last year was Chris Beard at Texas Tech. Uh, we ended up that ended up, ended up being okay. Aging, <laughs> really not well, the worst. Similar pick. to your uh, Cliff Kingsbury, Pat Mahomes aging really well. Yeah, it has. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, and so that's basically it. We we I go into the thought process like all right what's the biggest story that kind of was hinted at last year but more more uh, accurately bleeds over into the following year kind of projecting as well mm-hmm. um and I, I mean like i don't know how much thought you put into put into i assume a lot but also like mm. will this age well yeah you know oh, like no. looking back on you know you, you use the 10 year five 10 year mindset and say okay is this am i gonna look back on this cover and say yeah we nailed that that is something i definitely keep in mind whenever yeah. i'm thinking of the cover is okay is this going to look dumb in five years right. or something like that? <laughs> right. And and it's something I I take you know I know you take the cover very seriously. Mm-hmm. I take the cover of Texas Football Magazine very seriously uh, because you only get one shot at this. Yeah, you you know I tell people all the time that I'm very envious. I guess now it's RIP, but uh, mm-hmm. the, I'm very envious of folks at Sports Illustrated. Yeah, because they put out a bad cover, they can just do it again the next week. Right, <laughs> you know what and I mean. They put out some covers they've gotten you know yeah raked over the coals for, and it's like yeah. <laughs> we can't do that. Yeah, we get one shot. Yeah. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. without further ado, yeah, I'm going to turn it on over to our good friend Ishmael Johnson. Okay. Ishmael, I believe you have an announcement to make. I do. So there were a lot of firsts that went into this cover shoot as well. Ooh. It was the first time we had a cover shoot last year. I wanted to do one with Chris Beard. Logistics scheduling didn't work out. Had to use a photo uh, that uh, text uh, department was very good to provide for us. Uh, it's also our first solo player. Oh, two years ago we had. Oh, it's a player. Yes, and it is oh, a player. It's ooh. not a coach. Um, so there's <laughs> another hint. Uh, but it's our first solo player. Mm-hmm. Uh, two years ago we had two players on the cover, but they were also in the background of two coaches, mm-hmm. um, Karen Aston and uh, Kim Mulkey from Baylor in Texas. So uh, yeah, without further we're ado, we're switching it to the one camera ish. Here we okay, go. Okay, here we go. The the drumroll's warranted on this one. <laughs> the first ever photo shoot player solo cover for Texas basketball. Wow! Cox of Baylor. Looky there! Wow! Green and gold standard. Lauren Cox of Baylor. Ashley has the graphic to put up now. I do. Is the cover girl of the 2019 2020 Flower Mound Zone edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Basketball. Yeah. Wow! So. Look at that one. There was a lot of thought that went into this because. Uh, me and Shahan will release a special edition of Texas of, uh, of uh, Republic of Football today, where we discuss the cover. Actually, um, there was a lot that went into this. We thought at one point uh, the <laughs> the uh, the national title for both men's and women's featured a Texas team, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Oh God, what if they both win?" <laughs> and, like, <laughs> we were like, "Oh man, this is going to be really tough." And even if even if they didn't both win, like they both made the championship. Yes. Like, oh my gosh! But then. I started thinking, okay, obviously Tech lost and Baylor won. And the discussion did happen. It's like, oh, what if you put both on the cover? It's like, eh. I don't want to equate winning a national title to not winning a national title. Mm-hmm. And and when you consider that Lauren Cox is also in the running to be a top two M- WNBA draft pick. She's a player of the year candidate. She is by far, by far the most cover worthy subject in the state, in my opinion. Now you also have there are there are tons of other cases for 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 uh, that we also consider yeah. right, but when you look at Baylor winning a national title, the legacy of the of Baylor's key player when you go back to Odyssey Sims, Brittany Griner, last year Kalani Brown, 
Lauren Cox is next in line for that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at the when you look at the just just the overwhelming success that ladies ba- ladies Lady Bear basketball has had in the state, it was a no brainer to me. Wow. So it is one. Well, I think it goes without saying. This is the first time we've ever had a uh, a, a solo uh, woman on the cover of any Dave Campbell's product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, that is uh, wow. That is awesome. History. And, we and are here for that. How was the uh, How was the photo shoot? It was a lot of fun. Uh, credit to Kyle Robarts over there and John Hamilton as well, who took the mm-hmm. photo. They were, he was fantastic. Uh, I remember we were <laughs> the nat. So the yes, that is the nas- actual national title trophy in the shot. And I remember when we were there, uh, we had I had a bunch of ideas in mind about how the, the shoot was going to look. And then I think it was Shahan that looked over. He was like, "Can we get the trophy?" And I was like, "I don't know. They probably have it locked away because they have like their other trophies locked away in behind uh, their trophy case." And uh, I think Shahan, uh, I think Adam, our boss Adam, was like, "Oh, what if we just what if we just ask?" And so like we asked Kyle, I was like, "Can we get <laughs> the worst you can, can get, get is yeah. a no?" So I was like, I was like <laughs> "Sure, why not?" And so I asked Kyle, I was like, "Hey, can we get the trophy?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." He just comes in and just brings the trophy in, and with the tr- uh, the net still draped over, and you know, it was it was like, oh, that was that easy. Okay, cool. And so we just like we just decided. I didn't have a plan for the trophy in the shot, and John was great with it, and he was just like, oh, sure, yeah, we can try it. Try this angle. Try this angle. Blah, blah, blah. And we ended up getting the shot that we loved, and yeah. It is an awesome cover. Uh, the 2019-2020 edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Basketball. Printing right now. You said it's press on Friday. Yes. So it's printing right now. Mm-hmm. It'll be out uh, shortly. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully end of the month. You know, I don't control the mm-hmm. trucks, as you always say. Yes. Um, I will say, <laughs> by the end of today, we will also have the cover story on TexasBasketball.com Whoa. about Lauren Cox, written by Shahan J. Raja. Hopefully, we'll get that up in the next couple minutes, actually. So um, I can go ahead and reveal now that the secondary story inside uh, that you won't get until the print until the magazine's out on stores uh, is over Buzz Williams of Texas A&M, written mm-hmm. by Bryan College Station's own uh, uh, Travis Brown. Uh, our high school stories are over Greg Brown at Vandegrift and Sarah Andrews at Irving MacArthur. So you will pick, you will read those as well from uh, Kevin McPherson and Bo Carter. So yeah, those are our feature stories inside the magazine. Hopefully, at the end of the month, it will be uh, in stores almost everywhere. So. Well, lots of good feedback coming on the uh, coming on the Facebook page. Just yeah. wanted to let you know Thank that you ish people people are enjoying the cover. It is. Oh, and Shahan with the update story is up. Oh, okay. So story go is get up it right now. It is an awesome is an awesome magazine. Uh, I I know how difficult it is to put together a magazine <laughs> yeah. like yeah. this. So congratulations Thanks, to you. Man. Congratulations on a on a badass cover too. Thank you. Pretty cool. Um, and yeah, Dave Campbell's Texas football, uh, te- Texas basketball magazine, texasbasketball.com is where you can find out more information about Dave Campbell's Texas basketball hitting store shelves across the state of Texas very soon. Congratulations, buddy. Ish, we get, there was one more question for Ish, uh, okay. not, so, not regarding the basketball cover, but, mm-hmm. uh, Kelvin wants to know how ACL was. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> uh, Childish Gambino was one of the best performances I'd seen. Uh, Casey Musgraves is amazing live. Uh, who else did I see? Uh, Cardi B is an energetic. I went to the first weekend. I didn't go to the second weekend. Mm-hmm. Cardi B headlined. Uh, she is very energetic and very fun to see live. Uh, Lizzo's crowd I could not get into because it was a sea of people. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. Cool. Well, there uh, you go. You want to stick around for Craig? Uh, sure, I can. Actually, I probably got to take care of some stuff too. Never mind. But, you know. It's just going to go. <laughs> Bye, Ish. See you, Ish.
We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It's our subscription package. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, all for one low, low price. TexasFootball.com slash insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider and support Ashley Pickle. Yeah, we like to do that. Maybe right. not Tepper, but I mean, most of us do. Of course. Well, support you? Yeah. No. I like yeah. people see, see that, yeah. I like people subscribing to the magazine. Mm-hmm. Subscribing to Dave mm-hmm. Campbell's Texas Football. Yeah. So. Whatever. All right. Let's pay some bills, huh? Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Wow. <laughs> Take two. Fired. In We're three, cutting him off. Two, one. <laughs> Dave Campbell's Texas Football in partnership with Visit Fort Worth is proud to honor one head football coach in each classification with the Coach of the Week Award. Each coach recognized with a special honor typifies the best in Texas high school football. Your Week 7 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Coaches of the Week presented by Visit Fort Worth. In 6A, Roy Stroman from Westlaco. First-year coach Stroman has the Wildcats absolutely rolling as Westlaco improved to 5-1 and 2-0 in District 36A play with an impressive 44-28 win over Edinburgh Vela. In 5A, Robert Koopman from Friendswood. We had him on yesterday. District 10, 5A, Division 1, maybe known around the Houston area as a little SEC, but Koopman's squad is showing that they more, are more than up to the task, improving to 6-0 and 3-0 in district play, knocking off state power Richmond Foster, 34-32. In 4A, Bill Elliott from Salina. A year ago, Salina was en route to a fourth-place district finish and looking for answers as they were blown out by Paris, 54-14. But the tables have turned in a big way as Salina played inspired defensive football and rolled past a very good Paris squad, 34-0. In 3A, Jamie Dixon from Vanderbilt Industrial. Don't look now, but the Cobras are making noise down at the, cro- down at the crossroads region of Texas as Dixon's squad opened District 14-3A Division I play with an impressive 49-20 win over perennial power Yoakum. In 2A, John Contrucci from Junction. It's been an up-and-down season to start the year for first-year coach Contrucci's Eagles as they've uh, finished non-district 2-3, and three, but things may be coming together as they open District 14-2A Division I play with a huge 46-0 win over Sabinal. And in 1A, Charles Steele from Covington. Steele's Owls flew past Abbott 42-18, earning their first win over the rival Panthers since 1991. Congratulations to all the coaches, and thank you for all you do for your players, schools, and communities. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. One more round of bills. One more round of bills to pay. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Dave Campbell's Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches for the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide on the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. Your Week 7 Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees, Laredo United South Offensive Coordinator Edwin Garcia. The Panthers scored on six of their first seven drives, including 277 yards and four touchdowns from Brian Benavides in an impressive 41-28 victory over Laredo Alexander. Mejia defensive coordinator Dustin Maddox. The Black Cats held a high-powered Fairfield offense just 149 yards, forcing three turnovers and notching eight tackles for loss in a 37-10 victory, Mejia's first win over Fairfield since 2006. 
Lancaster defensive coordinator Val Jackson. The Tigers held Sunset to a mere 132 yards of total offense and forced a pair of turnovers in a dominant 73-0 victory, their third consecutive shutout. And Ganado offensive coordinator Josh Irvin. The Indians jumped all over district rival Danbury, taking a 37-6 lead into halftime and getting five total touchdowns from freshman quarterback Kyle Burris-Guerrero in a 58-6 victory. So those are your Week 7 Dave uh, Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. <laughs> Where are we? Laredo United South offensive coordinator Edwin Garcia, Mejia defensive coordinator Dustin Maddox, Lancaster defensive coordinator Val Jackson, and Ganado offensive coordinator Josh Irvin. The, you can vote now at DCTF on Twitter. We will close the poll at noon on Friday when we will announce the winner right here on this very program. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. You've heard the spiel. TexasFootball.com slash Insider. Just check it out. If it's a good deal for you, maybe become an insider. Makes a great gift as well. Halloween is coming. Get your sweetheart a Halloween gift of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider subscription. By the way, we have some friends from Fox Sports Southwest here, including the Emmy Award-winning producer of High School Scoreboard Live, Patrick Madrowski, is in the building. Hi, Patrick. I'm waving to him. He's my boss on Friday nights. He waved back. If you ever, if you ever see, sometimes you'll see I have an earpiece in on uh, Fox Sports Southwest. On the other end, yelling at me. Just obscenities. Berating. Oh, just ridiculous. It's Patrick Madrowski. He is in studio. Right now. <laughs> Speaking of Friday nights on High School School Board Live, let's go to the hotline. The GOAT. And bring in my co-host on the Emmy Award winning High School School Board Live, uh, the voice of the Texas Longhorns and the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer where you're joined as we always are on Tuesdays by Craig Way. Craig, uh, Patrick Madrowski is in the studio right now. Uh, is, is it fair to say that he is the one who is always yelling at you in your ear on Friday nights? Yes, and the only reason for that is he's displacing all of his anger from his wife yelling at him. Uh, you know, and, and you know this, as, as uh, uh, a young married couple with a young child, uh, it is the wife and mother's inalienable constitutional right to just give you the business. And I know you get that, uh, and deservedly so, obviously. And so does Patrick. It just, it's, it's just a rite of passage. Happened to me as well. That's just the way life rolls. Shout out to Clarissa Madrowski as well. All right, Craig. <laughs> uh, I don't mean to spring some breaking news on you, but I'm not sure if you've seen the breaking news uh, broken by uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football uh, contributor and um, Lake Travis View's own um, Jay Plotkin. Down in your neck of the woods, the word is, the reports are that Hudson Card, the Lake Travis quarterback and the Texas commit, uh, has suffered a foot injury in their big win over Austin Westlake, uh, and the fear is that he is out for the year. Um, you have your finger very close to, to, uh, to the pulse of, of Lake Travis football. This seems like a really big deal. Uh, is this a really big deal? Yes, it is. Uh, Jay is correct. Mm -hmm. It is happening. Uh, there's a surgery scheduled for, I believe, Friday of this week. And there's probably every probability that Hudson will miss the rest of the regular season, or at least the, re the rest of the season, or at least for sure the rest of the regular season. Where it goes from there, who knows? But, uh, yeah, it, it's something he's been playing with and something he's had some uh, 
issue with. And so I don't know if it was an aggravation or a re-injury or all of the above, but the decision was made for him to go ahead and get it fixed now. So uh, he's out. I think, uh, and I don't know what else Jay has reported, but he's usually right on top of it as well, that Marcelo Alanis, their number one running back, is out. Mm -hmm. And and that might be along the lines of a knee thing. Uh, They do do have quite a bit of depth uh, at running back, Weston Stevens and and Irwin. They have some guys back there. uh, And it's going to be interesting to see how the big, rangy, tall, lanky fellow Nate Yarnell does all six six of them at the quarterback spot now for the Cavaliers. Well, and obviously this this kind of this kind of uh, changes the shape of what we thought on Friday night. You know, I was on your show yesterday talking about what a big win it was for Lake Travis. It kind of vaults them back into that state championship contention in four in six A rather six A Division one. Um, is it is it fair to say that 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 this kind of changes the the, the flavor of, of of that victory on Friday night? Well, you know, you and I discussed the the philosophy of that win, and I, and I visited with Hank Carter this morning, and he and Todd Dodge at Westlake, and I think we're all of that that same mindset that uh, you know I think. Todd referred to it as a midseason bowl game of sorts. Uh, Hank also did that. Uh, I think you put it in really good terms when you said, however you compartmentalize that win, uh, it was a win by Lake Travis over a team that is a legitimate state championship contender, and it's kind of like getting a playoff freebie. So you get to find out where you are, and it's the same old screw for Westlake on the one-point defeat side of it as well. That uh, you know that that you see where you are and what you have to work on. By the way, it did not escape my notice in the uh, brand new Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rankings uh, that uh, you have Westlake conveniently positioned one spot below <laughs> Lake Travis to match the one point defeat. But but again, to your point, yeah, um, I, I I don't think the Cavaliers are going to have any. You know, real difficulty with 26, uh, 25-6-8 the rest of the way. They still have to deal, uh, obviously, with Hayes. But I, I think they'll handle their business there. They will be the top seed in the Division One bracket coming out of that district. They'll get a, a home playoff game and buy a district. That basically, Hank Carter and his staff have five weeks. This five weeks and four weeks to get those guys, in specific, Yarnell, ready to be the man uh, you know, in the postseason, and he's had he's had reps, and also this is not something that is foreign, as we know, to uh, Coach Carter and his staff. They had to do the same thing with Matthew Baldwin a couple of years ago when he missed all of the postseason up until that ill-fated snap he took against Allen in the state championship game on the first play from scrimmage when the knee buckled underneath him. So, uh, that, you know, Card was doing the taking the snaps leading up to that point. So. You know, it's not something they haven't dealt with before, and uh, I think they'll be prepared for that. And they've got enough firepower, at least through the first round of three. It's going to be interesting, though, clearly, to see, you know, you, if they, they get into a quarterfinal with Judson or if they advance that far, and then, you know, what might happen in a in a semifinal matchup as well. So it, it, it could be 
be really interesting to see. We're talking with Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. All right, so now kind of spinning forward into Week 8, where it is a massive, massive Week 8 of uh, Texas High School Football. Uh, there are six battles of unbeatens across the state. Um I, I presume you know almost all of them, but but if you didn't, I'll give you the, I'll give you the rundown of the six, and I'm going to make you choose one sure. that you're most interested in. They are okay. Springtown and Decatur, Frisco Lone Star in the Colony, Shiner and Weimer, Katie Pato and Anum Consolidated, Wall and Jim Ned, or Alvin Shadow Creek and Friendswood. Which of those you can pick two if you'd like? Uh, <laughs> most catch your fancy? Probably. If I'm if I'm just if I'm just thinking about this only because of the way that the the rise has happened, the two in the Greater Houston area really intrigue me. Uh, uh, Pedro against uh, against uh, Consol is one of them, and then you and I talked about friends with the other day. How for real are are the Mustangs about to find out? Uh, you know, I think those those two really stand out to me in terms of the unbeaten matchups. Now, obviously, there are some other matchups of at least once beaten teams, if not more. Uh, Gilmer Pleasant Grove comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Hunter Cedar Park in these parts is, is going to be Titanic. And and I'll give you one that, that kind of goes a little bit under the radar a little bit because of, uh, because of some losses early. But I think it's a critical, critical game. And that is Liberty Hill at Lampasas. Mm-hmm. And, and we're going to see, you know, Liberty Hill is kind of, they've suffered some body blows due to the that due to not having great returning numbers, and Jeff Walker's ball club is up against it, against a Passes team that just looks great so far this year, and of course has uh, Ace Whitehead, maybe the best quarterback name uh, in all of Texas high school football, who, who get not just quarterbacks, plays in the secondary, kicks extra points, does a little bit of everything. Uh, that's a huge game in Passes. I think, on Friday night. So all of those come to mind in addition to the, the two unbeaten matchups. Growing up in Lano, man, those are my two old stomping grounds when it came to playing sports. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I guess and, and the Jackets jackets look good to be a playoff team as well as your pick. They sure do. All right, Craig, well, you know, I'll, I'll let you go with this. We talk so much about our favorite district, uh, of the, the, the shrug district of District 13-5A Division Two, But I'm going to throw in a different district that may have, in fact, found a way to be crazier than that district. I'm referring oh, to 8-4A <laughs> Division Two, where you have Waco Connolly, who's kind of bobbing along, number one team in 4A Division Two, But past that, you have Mejia, Fairfield, Salado, Lorena, Robinson at 0-2, who looked like they were going to be chief challenger to, 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 to Connolly. The only team that looks like they're struggling right now is Madisonville, and even they're a pretty good team. Can you make any heads or tails of that district, or is that one of those districts that it seems like there's one or two every year where you just kind of throw up your hands and go, well, wake me in week 11 and we'll try to sort this thing out. <laughs> Yeah, it, I think it's that, other than I think Conley is head and shoulders above the rest. And I didn't think that at the start of the year, but I do now, uh, looking at it. And then, yeah, throw the rest in the hat and kind of jumble it around a little bit. So, yes, I'm in complete agreement with you there on that. And let me also say this, you know, before we walk too far away from 13-5-8-D2, here's your own Matt Step coming down, I hear the whispers say, to the greater Austin <laughs> area to, to catch some Eastview and Weiss. Uh, next Thursday night, which, by the way, our good friend Roger Wallace, who does that, they do the live telecast of games 
in the greater Austin and Central Texas area uh, every Thursday night. They do a Thursday night game, and I have twice been able to talk them into, to borrow the NBC NFL term, flexing out of, mm. of games that they had <laughs> scheduled to do another one, and that includes next week. They're going to flex out of Stony Point and McNeil, even though Stony's having a great year, they got a big showdown with Round Rock this week. McNeil, not so much. And you're going to have Eastview at Weiss next week. I think Weiss, if Weiss takes care of its business, who would have thought you'd say that about a team that went 0-10 <laughs> a year ago? If they take care of their business on the road at Cedar Creek, and and then you see uh, Eastview handle Glenn, then those two in Brenham, we're fighting it down the stretch for the district title, but the, the, the Weiss story continues to be fascinating, how they went 0-10 with no seniors last year on the team, and now all that stuff is starting to pay dividends uh, for Tommy Altman's ball club. And th- that, that'll be fascinating this week, uh, next week, and I guess that's why we get to see Matt Stepp grace the area with his president <laughs> presence at the field at Pflugerville. He, uh, it's it's delighting Danny Davis, the Austin American statesman too, who 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 is always bullying Matt Step to come down to Austin. He is Craig Way. He's the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Follow him on Twitter at Craig Way One. Listen to his fine work down there on the Horn in Austin. Of course, see him sitting alongside uh, two other dudes at uh, on a high school scoreboard live on Friday nights on Fox Sports Southwest. Craigers, appreciate your time, my friend, and I will see you on Friday. Looking forward to it. Hey, actually, enjoy that uh, battle of Scott Peach versus Bob Wager. That's going to be fun. It's, all, it's always a pickle interviewing a peach, so it makes for a good pun regardless. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. We'll let you go on that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. Craig White, the Texas High School Wall Hall of Famer, joins us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Favorite segment. Very, very favorite segment. Um, first up, let's see. So Aaron Horn and both Ed agree that Tuesdays. Well, Aaron Horn said that you will love Tuesdays when your kid is playing middle school football. If little Hank mm-hmm. is going to be doing that, and then uh, Ed said, "Love the Tuesday banter." As usual, Tep is wrong. No, nope. which is a great sentence Tuesdays, in and of itself. Tuesdays the worst day of the week. Mm. Easily the worst day of the week. Mm. The power rankings go. Oh God. Saturday, Friday, Sunday. Okay. Thursday, Wednesday, mm. Monday, Tuesday. That's the rankings. You're gonna put a Monday yes. above a Tuesday. It's new. You're you're only now. I know you're only doing that because I no. said that I like Tuesdays. No. I know no, you don't I, like Mondays. No, there is an episode. Weird. There's an episode where dead our, busy when our, on Mondays. There's um there's an episode when our old producer, whose name shall not be mentioned, Gucci. Um, used to uh, we we had day of the week talk, and I have I have been consistent. And firm on my stance. Well, imagine that. Just another thing. Easily the worst day that we week. would disagree on. It is the worst day. That anything else? Uh, yeah, there was one other thing. Uh, speaking on the topic of basketball, uh, Gabriel J. Or no, 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 no. Wrong one. Let's see. Uh, John Jacob said, or Jacob John, it has to ask uh, with the school's best, like most likely to get a dual championship in both football and basketball. Um, I mean. I guess Baylor's undefeated in football, though I think that they're 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 tougher tests are ahead. Um, are we talking about basketball? We're we talking about football. Both high school teams that would be most oh, likely to teams. get Ooh. dual championships in both football and basketball. Brock, because Brock is like a basketball powerhouse. Although they're kind of struggling this year, and, yeah. and it kind of feels like you know Wall is the favorite in Region One. 
Um, what about Duncanville, maybe? Duncanville. Certainly Duncanville is in that mix because they are the defending champs in basketball. Mm-hmm. And then obviously they're number one. Duncanville is probably the answer, yeah. actually. That's a good, that's a good right. question. That is going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Ishmael Johnson for revealing the cover of the 2019-2020 edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Basketball. And thanks to Craig Way for joining us. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.